Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, to another episode of the Court of Case, where your judges, me, alongside of Judge Brown. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a wild one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there's some, some wild energy happening before we started here. I, I hope we can continue that. Uh, there's a lot of good discussion. And um, another judge, Judge Cooper. Court is in session with gusto today. <laughs> and uh, appointed Magistrate Cooper. Strap your seatbelts in, boys. It's going to be a smooth ride. Wait, why would it be a... <laughs> Usually someone doesn't put on a seatbelt for smooth rides. Well, I oh, guess that, it's, that's it's the, the joke. It's that's the, the joke. That's the, the joke. Oh, Whatever, guys. All right. So today we'll be skipping over. We won't be doing the trivia or get to know your judges session. We will be discussing this new Marvel show. Well, fairly new on Disney Plus called Wanda Vision. And I get was, to know your Wanda. <laughs> I was texting Curtis and about the new episode a little bit. And he's just like, man. They took this to the next level, and he was right. Like for that was just for episode three. We'll be discussing both episode three and episode four. Oh man, so much has happened, and I'm just—I don't even know where to begin. Well, uh, should we try to summarize each yeah. episode? Yeah, let's so so let's try to summarize um, episode episode three, and then talk about episode three, and then go into episode four. Well, I mean, I, I would be willing to. Yes, Judge Brown, go for it. Give it to us. This is off the top of my head from a week and a half ago's memory. So, yeah, keep it short. It's good. Oh, yeah. So, Wanda Maximoff suddenly found herself pregnant at the end of episode two. And Ooh. this episode kicks off in the 70s, dealing with the ramifications of said pregnancy and its rapid, to say the least, developments. Now, isn't, isn't this um, loosely based off of the Brady Bunch, the yeah. 70s one? I think yes. so. Well, yeah, yeah. And The theme and song was. With that, yes, the theme song was. Because I've never seen a single episode of the Brady Bunch, so I'm just making sure. And to mention that, it's like each episode has gone up like 10 years. So it's like the 50s, the 60s, and now we're in the 70s. So there's like a time jump each time. Mm. The real question is, Continue. will the kids age with those time jumps? Mm. You gotta think so, right? Well, I think uh, Will. Let's see. Okay, so she hasn't had him yet, but like in terms of episode three, which is kind of what they were, what it was about. I think we can maybe better answer that when we get into this episode four discussion. True. True. <clears throat> so continue. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's all for the summary. So. Well, yeah, so yeah. So she. So basically, and like. So they're trying to figure out what it's like as parents. Vision is going like bonkers trying to figure out. He's just like breaking out. <laughs> He's reading books and just these random books that have like such plain titles like your woman during pregnancy and like all this weird stuff. It's absolutely hilarious just seeing all of his reactions. To mm -hmm. Everything. Oh, and this world is in color. Yes. yes, it is. So this was the first episode when it was completely in color. And that was the episode title, Now in Color. Mm-hmm. Now in Color. 
very interesting layouts they had for their house. I was like, so many different weird colors. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> so there were some things. Okay, so the radio thing happened in episode two, right? Yes. Okay, yes. that was episode two. So now if I remember correct, the baby's names were Billy and Tommy. Is that right? Billy and Tommy. Yeah, so they were kind of fighting over the names back and forth throughout the episode. Uh, she, uh, He wanted Billy, and mm-hmm. he was giving off his reasons, like it's William Shakespeare's name and stuff like that. And she wanted Tommy. Yes. And uh, she ended up the- having twins, so then they could have both of them. And the first one that was born was Billy, right? Yes. Okay. So Billy. Oh, wait. wait, was it Billy? Oh, yeah, it was Billy because he's like, oh, Billy. And then she has another one. And then they name it Tommy. That's right. Yes. So if I remember correctly, feel free to fact check me. But I'm pretty sure that Billy is the name for Wiccan, her son, in the comics. And Tommy is Speed. Wiccan has Wanda's powers. Speed has Quicksilver's powows So like Quicksilver's powers... So Quicksilver isn't a speedster like the Flash and them, right? He's more of a time manipulator, correct? I really don't know. I, I, wa- I watched a video um, from Variant Comics on Eris Quinones, and they he put together like Quicksilver versus the Flash, and he described like the powers like like the Flash uses his powers like to gain speed, like the Speed Force gives him his powers, but it's it's pure momentum and speed mm-hmm. while Quicksilver, his use of powers is time manipulation, where he's slowing down the time of things around him, making well, look make like he's going extremely that. fast. That would make sense with the X Men movies portrayal of Quicksilver. Correct, which is why I was a little frustrated with the MCU's move uh, portrayal of mm-hmm. Quicksilver. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, if we were going to power rank like every single comic book superhero that was adapted in the mcu quicksilver is probably at the bottom yeah yeah straight up he and yeah he was to just basically give wanda the motivation to become an avenger and to just go crazy much and it was cool seeing her powers like you know be turned up a little bit yes so speaking of wanda's powers what was going on with her control or lack thereof in this episode? What are your theories with that, guys? Oh, during the pregnancy? Yeah. Was okay. it just because she was pregnant or what? I think it was. I think there was just an influx in power. And so that kind of, I think, confirms the theory that these children will have powers. Uh-huh. I think that the, so she was having just an influx of so much power. She didn't know how to control it because of the children mm-hmm. so therefore like things were going everywhere and she didn't know like what to do with it and so it just kind of came out like pictures falling uh you know rain randomly when her water broke it just started raining I was like, what? that no was a world? great joke that was a great joke <laughs> i love that i love that too. Like, I died. <laughs> <laughs> so the other explanation i've seen for this is that it might be Wiccan making all those things happen from within the womb. Ooh. So he's just like wanting to get out or he's like, 
he's not knowing what he's doing. He's just doing things. Maybe. That's yeah, an I interesting could, idea. I could see that. Well, and I also wonder how much of that was just like Wanda playing into the own narrative that she's created. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I mean, and I think she's still fully in control of everything. Yeah. So I think that she was probably just, well, for lack of a better term, hamming it up for the camera. Yeah, she was in control of mostly everything. I think until Geraldine showed up. Well, yeah, because like, Ger- like Geraldine, like, and we'll we'll get into it because like at at the end where like she literally straight up was like, um, your brother died. Ultron killed him. Yeah, and she's like, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, which was totally. such a great moment. I think- like the fact that they're referencing like, in my opinion, the most underrated MCU movie is super great for me oh uh ultron yeah i just watched it um hmm. i think it took a uh, a few steps down on my list actually really I mean, every, every time i watch it i like it more so mm. to each huh. their own i mean i, I enjoyed it. it it was just it was just like there were some moments where i was just kind of like eh, like Hmm. I don't know. I really like that movie. That I movie think it's really better good. than Avengers One. Whoa! I'm not going that far. Yeah, but I, I like don't. It. I don't agree with that. I don't. They're kind of equal-ish in my mind, but I watched it like, again too. Oh gosh, the, I love it, man. The structure is similar to Avengers One, but Avengers Two is like, oh, what if we did Avengers again, but more interesting? Ah, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. Not at well, all. I I found Avengers one to be very entertaining. Um, oh yeah, I mean it's still good. And then but... Age of Ultron, there were times where I was just kind of like, "What's going on on Twitter?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, that I sounds think... like that sounds like you need to look inside, man. Nah, nah, <laughs> and do a little know. introspection just, on that one. Like, I don't know, I. Like Ultron was cool and some things were cool and the creating of like vision that was pretty cool. Um I forgot there were some things that I was thinking of like when I was watching the episode. And one thing that was weird to me was uh how they just like tried to make like like one of the narratives they were selling was that Hawkeye was a a centerpiece of the Avengers. That he was the glue, well, not centerpiece, but more of the glue of everything. And I was like, I don't know where this came from. I think Age of Ultron is one of the several movies that Endgame makes even better. I agree with that because, yeah, like, I, it's a be, good stepping stone. Be, because, like, I liked, I liked Age of Ultron a lot. Obviously, um, I think when it came out, it was my number one on the MCU rankings. Um, but uh, the fact that we get such an excellent payoff to Hawkeye's story in Endgame just makes it that much better for me. It just came out of nowhere. Also, while we're on this discussion, I want to say this. All of the visions that Wanda had all the heroes go through were made so much better by Endgame 
Yes. Movies because uh-huh. they are directly related, like in a way that I never saw before. Like, that was Age crazy. of Ultron sets up so much that you don't even realize. It's crazy. But anyway, we should probably get back to Wanda. Yeah. So yeah. I I I agree. Yeah, that um this definitely was a a huge step up. Like this episode, episode three was much more entertaining. It seemed more story in, or, um, oriented. Your curiosity, I feel like, was sparked more, even if you weren't like a, if you didn't know kind of what was going on. Like like us, we looked into things. We're like, okay, we know about sword. We know possibly about nightmare. We know that there might be some things going on per se. Uh, but to the normal viewer who decides that, hey, I'm going to watch this. I think episode three is where they're like, "Oh, this is getting interesting." Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I like, I want to see what's happening. Like, what's really happening in this world? And but it was also probably the the funniest of all four. Like, it was hilarious. It was so funny. Yeah, and I like that they're they're kind of like making different jokes based on the time period too. True. So I think different jokes are going to land with different people differently. Yeah. Some people some people started watching it. Like I know one person who started watching it and was entertained because she liked the whole 50s narrative. Like she liked the I Love Lucy type of thing. Yeah, she liked that kind of thing. So she's like, all right, I'm going to start watching it. And she liked the show. I wonder if she's seen episode three and four yet. I don't know. But it's interesting. Um, I'm trying to get a lot of people to watch it, but some people aren't into, they're like, oh, I don't really like old sitcoms like that. I'm like, you don't have to like old sitcoms. Like, there's a lot more going on here. A lot of people are probably just going to wait till all the episodes are out so they can binge it. Which is fair. Yeah, that is fair. Like, I don't, I don't mind that. I mean, I'm, a, I'm like the ultimate binger. I will binge a ton of episodes of a show at once. It's crazy. I made it through Smallville in three and a half weeks. That's insane. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. It was so much. <laughs> but I love the show. That's 200 plus 40 minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's my uh, it's what I think the Justice League was. Because there is the Flash and Aquaman. Uh-huh. Fun. There was no Batman, but it was yeah. cool. It was. <clears throat> well, all right. So why don't we talk about why don't we talk about the end of episode three? Yeah, because it of, literally leads right into episode yeah. Three. Like, there's a bunch of funny moments all throughout episode three, but it all leads to what happens at the end when Geraldine like helps give birth to Wanda. And so there's a lot of things going on. Like everything's going crazy. A uh, vision then starts using his powers in front of people. So, like, the doctor's like, hey, so you're going to have the baby. How long did he say the first time? Does anybody remember how long he and said I, the first time? I think the, she, I think they said, like, two months along. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. it, it, it was going to be a while, and he's like, I'm going to go on vacation. Did anybody think that to be something? Oh. No. No. No, because he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go on vacation because of like this." I was thinking like, 
is there a possibility that he's an infiltrated agent and he's trying to get out like subconsciously? Well, I think it was just setting up the, the uh, payoff later on that he couldn't leave, that they're trapped there. Yeah. Well, he did say that. Yeah. He said we're trapped. And so well, that was something. Oh, was sorry. Wasn't uh, he on the, on the list of the people that were residents of the original town? Yeah, I think so. Oh, he might have been. So he was just a resident of the town. Yeah, I'm but, pretty sure everybody except Geraldine slash uh, Monica. The, and the beekeeper. I yeah, but he got blinked out real fast. Yeah, for real. <laughs> poor, 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 oh my goodness. So, um... But also, uh, Agnes was never identified. True. That's true. There's a prevailing theory out there that she's the sorceress, Agatha Harkness. Ooh. Oh my goodness. That'd be fun. Judge Brown coming out with the theories, man. He's, he's doing research, man. How do you get the time to do this kind of research? It's just like your routine or something. 45 minute drives twice a day. Oh, do you just listen to stuff? I listen to a lot of stuff. Oh man, you, you should send me some of that stuff. I, oh yeah. No. But, but basically, my biggest takeaway from all of this is that obviously they're leading us to believe that Wanda's the only thing in control, but because of the possibility of her being Agatha Harkness, the possibilities of, there's a lot of evidence uh, that Mephisto's at play. Like mm. they've said the word devil several times, 666 yeah. showed up at least once. Uh, so there's close there's your ears, of... Adventist. Close your ears. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but uh, but there's a lot of potential for there to be uh, people manipulating Wanda. Like I think the biggest Well that example... was my theory with Nightmare is that Nightmare was uh, but I guess Nightmare might not even be I mean that yeah. Nightmare was um, manipulating her. Because like the biggest thing is that like in episode two, everyone constantly saying for the children. Mm-hmm. And that subconsciously implanting the idea to have kids in Wanda. Why mm. people maybe want her to have kids? Is there some agenda behind all of this? Are the kids going to be special? Someone going to try to take them? Mm. Or is it just Wanda implanting that subconsciously into herself? I don't know. Yeah, that she wants to have children. Like a, yeah. like a normal couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the only thing I'm hoping is that it's not as straight laced is like oh she was just being manipulated by somebody the end like even mm. if she's still messed up by the end like if it was all due to like some random evil person i'd be like oh it's kind of boring and like definitely something i've seen before so i'm hoping that either a it stays like just like no like wanda's just in a really bad place right now and like we have to see her like go through that or b it's something more complicated and insane than just like one person being like oh i'm evil i'm gonna make you do bad things mm. well there's a lot of theories going out that Wanda, by the end of this show, will become a straight-up villain. That's what I'm hoping. <clears throat> I mean, it's a it's a lot of a lot of things, but that would be wild, you know. Like, I mean, when when she was part of the Avengers, her brother was killed, and so her brother was kind of part like, hey, like you know maybe we can be helpful and whatnot um but then he died and then vision kind of helped keep her on you know i don't know i just feel like the scarlet witch is like this 
kind of like the phoenix she reminds me a lot of the phoenix that like she can do a lot of good but if something sets off wrong you better watch out yeah and she and she, and she flip-flops a lot in the comics yes so um so yeah episode three geraldine comes in and she um she's helping uh wanda with her pregnancy and stuff like that and it's going absolutely crazy everywhere and wanda is trying to keep it hidden that the house is falling apart um and then she has okay so she has her kids she has billy first but before she has billy um vision runs over speeding grabs the doctor takes the doctor back puts the doctor inside and then he's still outside right and that's when the neighbors are talking that was so creepy yeah it was super yeah that, creepy. that was weird and then like, was this were... was this a scene i think this was earlier when like the guy like straight up like hedge trimmed like through the well through, like hedge... the fence there well he hedge trimmed first and he's like hey you've gone right into the block and he's like oh it seems that I have. <laughs> and he just keeps going. It's like, oh, what? That was, that was great. Like, these people have no control. Or is he trying to break in past a barrier of some kind? Maybe. That could have been symbolic to breaking some sort of barrier. Like I don't know. And then there's the other neighbor. I forgot her name. Um, the one we saw in episodes one and two. Who I was talking. And then she's a uh, vision comes over and he's like who are you talking about and he's like well there was a change in conversation right oh yeah agnes yeah yeah there was there was a total change in conversation where it seemed like they were talking about wanda but then they start asking questions about geraldine right so it was like this whole flip where see people maybe maybe it's possible that wanda was losing control because she was focused on the pregnancy. Hmm. So people were starting to, their consciousness were breaking through. And that's why that guy was sawing through the wall. Cause he's part of like his brain or his inner self was breaking through just like the two, um, just like the two uh, neighbors. And they were saying something talking about what sounded like Wanda but when Vision comes over and starts asking questions, they switch the conversation to make it about Geraldine. Hmm. So then, yeah, they're saying that, you know, Geraldine, like, um, she doesn't belong here. She doesn't have a home. It's like they're almost spinning that narrative that um, Wanda had just figured out that Geraldine didn't belong. And so then... Like Vision comes back inside and is like, "Hey, where's Geraldine?" And then Wanda's like, "She left." Super creepily and uh, dark. <laughs> she she what did she say? She had to leave, or she just left. Yeah. And she was like, "Yo, Vision's been in the front yard this whole time. How in the world did she go?" And then that leads us into episode four. So now that I, dude, now that I think about it, I think that's what was happening. That like, with the pregnancy, Wanda's pregnancy, she was starting to lose control a little bit over the reality that had been instilled. 
like this. And so that's why the guy was just like saw in the side. And that's why the conversation switched. I don't know if you guys noticed how the conversation completely flipped when Vision came over and started asking questions. Well, yeah, because like because like Vision is just we assume an extension of her cognition. Yeah, yeah. So um, they didn't want him to hear like what they were actually like, at least uh, subconsciously talking about. Yes. So they were, I, yeah. And so that then lead. Um, she has the two babies, and I was expecting like a whole Jack Jack kind of thing off of the Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> One of the babies started doing some weird. Um, and then that leads us in episode four. Oh man, which was which was something I think uh, Curtis. I think you brought it up um, that it might just be an episode where we're, we're outside of the uh, of the town or the reality. I don't know who brought that up. Someone brought that up. The episode four would probably be that. Um, I'll take credit for that. Oh, Look yeah. at me I, knowing in the future. Yeah, yeah, I think it was you, and you're right. Episode four took place completely outside of the reality that was created. And so Which is awesome some- and something I totally didn't expect them to like only focus on that. Yeah, it was. It was pretty great. It was fantastic. And so they so the synopsis of this episode is Sword, the agency brings a bunch of specialists like of different fields because they have no idea what they're dealing with to figure out this problem of this weird world or reality slash town called Westfield right it was or Westview yeah Westview Westview and these cops are like nah Westview doesn't exist this is weird so Agent Cho who, if you guys remember from Ant Man and the Wasp, oh yeah, he's Jimmy so good. Woo, Woo. <laughs> Jimmy Not Woo, true. yeah, yeah. Agent, oh that's right, Agent. Woo. Yeah, sorry, Agent Woo, Agent Woo. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was in Ant Man and the Wasp, and he uh, he asks Scott how to do the card trick that he did, <laughs> and then that was a great and then. And then the intro, or this episode, he's like, Agent Wu, FBI, and he brings up his card from his hand. Did anybody catch that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. It was amazing. Loved it. <laughs> it was so and... awesome. I was like, I saw someone on Twitter, they're like, best character arc ever. You can't convince me different. <laughs> it just like... reinforces how, like, we live in a universe now. This is not just a sequence of movies anymore. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, a continuation and stuff. And it's been, oh man, it's great. So they bring in a bunch of specialists um, of their fields to figure out um, what's going on. And I don't even remember her name from the Thor Darcy. movies. Darcy. Darcy. Darcy from the Thor movies um, comes in. Anthony, you should tell them what, uh, what you and I talked about about Darcy. Oh boy. So, so fellas, <laughs> I have never seen Thor one and two. I had no idea who this lady was, and I thought she was very annoying. 
Oh my really? goodness, really? I didn't like her at all. Man. Like, I thought she was great. I didn't like her. I guess you just didn't get really that character basis of who she was. <laughs> well, yeah, Dude, I, like... I, thought, I thought they just brought in this random person that I've never heard of. <laughs> I didn't really catch her name. I'm just like, who is she? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can see why that would be Making fun of this man's career. Even, even, even if I didn't have the basis of her character, I think I still would have liked it. Nah, my well, opinion I, does not change. I just remember, <laughs> I just remember thinking, man, they really toned her down from like the movie. She's actually really cool now. Oh yeah, like in the That's first true. and second movie, she was supposed to be the annoying intern who just like didn't yeah. care. Um, man, can't wait to watch those movies. Oh, will you ever watch those movies? Yeah, Most yes, likely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit him down and show him movies <laughs> this summer. Oh, oh yeah, I with mean, the MCU rite of passage. Let's Thor watch the one band. and two are not the greatest in terms of the MCU, but I guess they do set up precedents for certain things, like the importance of the Avengers. How like did that just movie you just be like, oh, this is a fun movie? Well, well, I know I knew what was going in. What was happening? Okay. But like the attachment to like Loki and stuff like that. Well, I, I mean, yeah. I I've always liked Loki from Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, exactly. Heroes, like so. Earth's oh, Mightiest Heroes, like basically like loosely adapted Avengers. Anyway, they did. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to watch stiff, unfunny Thor. <laughs> he's pretty stiff. Yeah, he's real <laughs> stiff. Um. So yeah, this this whole episode, they brought in Darcy and a bunch of other people, and she found out that there's these radio waves playing, to where she can hook up a TV and find the signal, and watch the television that we had been watching. So this is a this is this takes us back in time, to where the um the episodes are playing. So it's weeks in time, right? So it's almost like each week that we get an episode is an actual week in their reality. Yeah, it seems like it. So they, uh, so this episode brings us all the way back to episode one, where they're trying to figure out what's going on, and then she's able to record things that are going on, and she records episode two, to where we see Agent, um. Wu, Agent Wu tried to contact Wanda. And that's what happened in episode two via the radio. I thought that was so cool. Where he's yeah, asking, like, who's doing this to you? Wanda, Wanda. Like, I thought that was like, oh my goodness, that is wild. And so, yeah. And like, what I loved almost more than anything about this episode is it answered almost all the questions we had from like the first three episodes to where like we're going into the last five episodes knowing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. yeah like we have no idea what they're gonna do now none yeah no no real setup we can pull up a lot of theories we got our theory specialist right here judge brown i mean but here i am <laughs> <laughs> but we, we have no idea what's gonna happen so then we um so Geraldine was apparently a victim of uh, of um, Thanos' snap. snap. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, and her yeah, which I totally forgot who um 
what's her name? Her mom's name was and who her Maria. mom was. Like Maria. in terms of like cause she shows up in um Captain Marvel. Yeah. In Captain yeah. Marvel. And I was like, oh. Uh, Captain Marvel is probably one of the only MCU movies I've only seen once. I just rewatched it this past week. Oh, my goodness. What'd you think, JC? Uh, you know, seven, seven words or less. I liked it better this time. Oh. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Captain, I mean, Marvel is, Captain Marvel is a hashtag good movie. Because I didn't have all the expectations of them doing the entire secret invasion in one movie. And, and I mean, Carol Danvers wasn't as insufferable this time now that I accepted who she is. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I had strong opinions. Oh, man. I wish JC I hated Captain Marvel when he saw it. Are you serious? hate it but i mean it was it's it's still well, ranked this is like one of my favorite versions of fury oh i love the fury stuff like that made the movie for me that, i mean i loved him in this movie fantastic yeah captain marvel's like pretty low on my list yeah, i just I'm not surprised i'm not surprised i didn't vibe with it didn't vibe with it i have it ranked thought... number seven yeah <laughs> <laughs> I might change that. We'll see. <laughs> Number what, JC? Seven. Seven. Wait, seven overall? Yeah. Whoa. Like like, out of like 23. Whoa. <laughs> it like shot up. No, no, no. That's where, it, that's where it was at. It was at seven. Oh, the bottom seven. Yeah, yeah, bottom seven. Oh. oh okay. I can agree with that. I could agree with that. Oh, so I get what you mean. So that's like... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So your top movie would be 23 out of 23. Yeah, so if we're going at rank number one down, it's rank number 16. I don't know who, who ranks like that. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's weird. I like it. I like it. You said I seven, and I thought, oh, my goodness, that is a hot take. No. My heart skipped a beat. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I read from the bottom of the list, not the top. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, it's 14th for me, so I mean, I'm not that different. Oh yeah, but okay. Well, I just, like, I just like it. That's like almost middle of the track there. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say it's a middle of the pack MCU movie, which means that, based on how these movies averagely are, really good. Mm. That's true. <sighs> All right. Anyways, well, anyway, guys. Back. What's up? We we we've got to talk about the intro though. Oh, with her flipping out and people coming back to life. Yeah, like, the, that's a top ten MCU scene right there. I just said it. Ooh. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So the intro, like people were coming back from this. Uh, well, to life, I guess, because or was it an alter reality? I don't remember. No, no, this is real life. Yeah. So people were coming back to life, like their ashes were being put together, and they were just being thrown <laughs> places. And she's like in this hospital, totally freaking out. Um, she had been gone five years, and her mother had died three years prior. Yeah, which is dang. I never even thought about that. That's yeah. I love how they keep bringing up all these things. Like, man, I didn't think about how you know people you know died and then came back, and then your little brother's your older brother, and like I love that so much. Yeah, they tried to emphasize that in like Infinity War or Endgame. Um, and end game, but yeah, I feel like they might be touching on that quite a bit more throughout the MCU. Yeah, because like yeah. the only other time we saw it was in uh, Far From Home, and they literally just played it up for laughs. Yep. Yeah, 
Yeah. Whereas you're like, no, that would be horrifying like, if you're like th- working the shift at the hospital and like they all materialize. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Imagine, well, like as a social worker, like how crazy that'd be. <laughs> like, that would be um, crazy. Absolutely. Or, or what if you were on a plane and then all of a sudden you materialize, you know, two miles in the air? Oof. Would it do it like that? Was I don't it, know. Is, it, is it where you were last? I mean, she popped back in that same. What if that chair. plane was at the bottom of the ocean? You know. Well, I mean, like, I mean, Monica Rambeau came back in that same hospital chair. True. <laughs> There's totally people who died when they got rematerialized. Oh, There's man. no way it that didn't is happen. horrifying to think of. Or if you were walking across the street and you oh, just materialize no. and get run over. It's so dark. No, oh, no, there's no. probably thousands of people who died. I don't yeah. like thinking about this. And <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, within the next like several like Disney Plus shows slash movies, we'll get something that talks about that. Yeah, no. and it's gonna be dark. Like, yeah, oh, it's oh, it's dark. I could <laughs> see them adapting that in uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, I could. Falcon and Winter Soldier, rather. True. Mm-hmm. Can't forget that dude. <laughs> but man can we talk about how this felt like a 30 minute marvel movie like completely it really did <sighs> it, had, it had all of it it had the you know the the intro the climax you know everything mm-hmm. it was just- same production quality and everything like all of these disney plus shows are gonna be so good if they're all like this yeah <laughs> which just saddens me for dc just <laughs> dc gosh well listen my, my expectations are so rock bottom for dc they really don't have to do much to impress me hey the batman i swear the batman's gonna be good and it's it getting better be film Max show oh man yeah around the police or whatever hooray yeah. oh gosh the awesome part two absolute yeah. enthusiasm anyway we're taking a lot of time talking about these episodes all and right yeah like my like, final thought and then i'm shutting about shutting up about this is um I can't wait for episode five. Okay. I agree. We ha- we have something big that we haven't touched on yet. Yeah, hit me. Okay. At the very end. Yes. At the very end. I was gonna bring this up. When when Go she uh when she you know when she, when we get to see how she uh disposed of Geraldine, Geraldine. Mm-hmm. and uh you know went full-on powers and then comes back and sees vision the real question is was she just hallucinating seeing his dead body because you know everything with Geraldine brought back PTSD or is Wanda literally playing dolls with vision's dead body Oh, I think she absolutely is. I think yeah. I think that in 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 reality, how like re- this looks in reality, she's literally sitting next to his corpse, talking to it. That's what I kind of thought as well. Um, I'm just kind of figuring out how in the world this is all playing in a completely different part of the world. Because there's a physical location to this phenomenon, right? So, like, at first, I thought this was just all in her head, like, or all in Vision's head, that she's literally conjuring up this in Vision's head as some way to keep him 
alive or uh, some of his memory or something like that. That's what I thought was happening. No, it's physical. Yep, she's manifesting it. But yeah, she's manifesting a physical location. But but the biggest takeaway that I got in episode two was that remember when uh, beekeeper guy went in? Yes. The the rope that was the string that was holding him turned into a jump rope, but it stayed a jump rope outside of Westview. Back out, yes. Which means whatever she creates in there can continue on living in its altered new state in their new world, which says to me that her kids are alive, breathing children that are Mm. never going away unless something happens. Oh no, I totally think, I totally think that they're alive. Yeah, Yeah. But if that's true, then isn't Vision also alive? Well, I mean, in theory, she's powerful enough to be like, and on the seventh day I create Vision, bam, he's alive. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> wow. I, I, I kind of, in a, in a way, hope if she does that, like, I would be happy that, you know, finally they're tapping into the true potential of the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Because they said that that the uh, the radiation she was giving off was basically like cosmic radiation. I'm pretty yeah. sure the type was from like the Big Bang, is what they said. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what the the director of Sword said. Right. So so she's giving off cosmic level power, creating things. So mm-hmm. this is wild. But she was able to impregnate herself and then give birth to real life children just like immaculate that? conception there was no father <laughs> <laughs> except in this case the real the real father isn't just palpatine because we all know it was palpatine yeah we all know it was palpatine yeah probably the strongest sith lord to ever exist but in my opinion. anyway so one other question i had was uh how does Fury fit into Sword, or does he? Since we know that Maria Rambo created it, hmm. I, would I think they, they might touch had a into that out at some point. Yeah. Otherwise, I just yeah, that's interesting because like Sword would have had to have been created after Shield, right? No. Yeah. Well, you'd think, or as yeah, kind of like an after. Unless they've just been operating in the shadows for forever. Right. I think their name has a play, obviously. Like, oh, yeah. Shield was created in defense of things, but it's almost like they had some of the same goals. They're yeah. very similar. Because, I mean, they were, they were like, they talked about how I mean, we saw the, the uh, space shuttles too. So they were mainly focused on outer space, which makes sense. Yes. But, and then they kind of shifted that to be more like robotic stuff. And, it's weapon-oriented. Yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like shield acted like a sword and sword acted like a shield, like, <laughs> in a way. Mm-hmm. But, but does this mean, like, because our original speculation was that, you know, Nick Fury's orbital space station with all of the scrolls was sword. Was that actually sword now? Was that a piece of it? Yeah, I feel like that was part of it. Okay. Hmm. I can see it. I, don't know. I mean, I guess we'll get these answers pretty soon, at least in Secret Invasion, the show, or if they do a sword show, which I'm sure yes. they will. All fantastic thoughts. 
I'm excited to see what happens next in episode five. Like, I hope they really dive into some things. Like, I hope it just gets darker in the real reality. Like, what are these kids going to bring? What's going to happen to Vision? Are people's, like, consciousness out of this reality going to finally start to overpower what's happening? Like, I don't know. Out of And apparently there's a way to go in, you know? It's just like your mind is slightly wiped unless you have some triggers. I don't know. But I am super excited. And with that said... Let's move on to Iron Man Armored Adventures. Oh boy. The moment we've all been waiting for. Episodes 7 through 13. I'm so excited. So excited. Absolutely fantastic. Few episodes. Some of them were. Some of them were fillers. And sadly, I picked one. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Curtis, you're up for episode Let's... seven, Titanium versus Iron. <laughs> All right. So, um, as keeping with the precedent we set episode or two ago, I will be reading the brief Wikipedia summary. <laughs> Go for it. Titanium versus Iron. With Justin Hammer finally acquiring specs from the Iron Man armor, he presents potential weapons buyers, including Nick Fury, with his new creation, Titanium Man. Woo! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) All right, how do we feel about the name? Is it on a on a on a scale like dumb and super dumb? I know it's from the comics, but just like the name in general. I mean, it's fine there's plenty of stupid comic book names there are there are and i think this is one of them (laughs) i mean i'm i mean if you if you base every if you distill every name down like captain america is a stupid name yeah Yeah. it's just like it just felt more stupid because it was unoriginal and i guess that's the whole point is like this is a knockoff of iron man or just like you got iron man so we can got titanium man you know, maybe it just feels more stupid because it's Justin Hammer inside. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. All right, all right, all right. Let's I asked get my... okay. to the five hot points. Yes. Before we get into all this discussion nonsense. So my five hot points were, uh, number one, Hammer jumps off a building in this episode. That so was dope. exciting. And let, let me just say, like, up to this point, this was by far, like, A, the funniest, and B, like, the best Hammer scene. Because, like... Okay, he, he's been an annoying brat up to this point, but like, just like him just jumping off of a building just because he feels like it is hilarious. And I thought this was actually kind of fun. I, like I totally that. Loves agree. the thrill of business. <laughs> I totally agree. Sasha! And that's where, yeah. And that's where, like, I asked myself, like, when he did this, I asked myself, like, wait, can Hammer actually be a fun, like, villain? Oh, or not, oh, Josh. And oh, man, then the questions were answered. Oh, have they? Have they been answered? We don't know yet. Okay. Right. Well, There's plenty of episodes to go on this, by the oh, way. Yeah. There's a quote Num- I'm going to bring up later that actually cracked me up that he said. But I, <laughs> like, let's continue with this episode. All right. Number two, Titanium Man looks kind of dumb. <laughs> Like, man, he sucks. I hate how that thing looks. 
Thank you. Like, oh, he's chunky in all the wrong ways. Like how how iron how the uh, the dynamo armor for Tony is chunky in the right ways. This is the opposite of that. Like, yeah. no, thank some you. Chunky calves, some big old calves and weird toes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't skip leg day. I tell you that. Um, okay, number three was um, Pepper ditched Happy on their date, and I was like, oh, uh, like how, how are you gonna I do that to my boy so Happy? Sad. And, and then he's like. Not again, and I was like, oh. <laughs> but no, they, I was. Oh, go ahead, Jason. Feel for him. They made me actually feel for him. I'll give them that. You didn't actually, you tell him, you've been numb to happy this whole time. JC <laughs> despises you know, happy. Yeah, you know, until the happy episode, I was fine with him. Then they just ruined him in one episode for me. Lies, all lies. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um. So that was a fun subplot. Thankfully, at the end, it was resolved. We're like, oh, she actually is going to go out on a date with Happy. Like, that's fun. Yeah, it is. Um, number four. Yeah. And number four, Titanium Man's just like beating Iron Man and War Machine up. He's cleaning their clocks. And then they're just like, hey, uh, let's blast him at the same time and heat him up. And Super it worked. Done. Just like, okay. And then like... Um, uh hammer who's piloting it and no one knows that it's hammer fun um he's just like he's just like oh no i'm hot and he flies back and yeah and he loses the military contract um and then he just kills mr fix okay okay so i was like i was like okay what this is one of the darkest things that they're just like throwing under the bed just like sweeping under the bread like this is not a huge thing but he literally killed the dude's body and then yeah, he straight up killed his, him. enslaved his consciousness. Yeah. Like that's Hammer don't stuff. play around. Hammer don't play around. What the heck? That is so dark. And I was like, like my mouth, my jaw hit the floor and I was like, this is a kid show. They probably don't realize how dark this really is. And the whole <laughs> show is probably going to play it as if it's no big deal. And they did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I, wow. I just, I mean, in addition to it being so dark, it just completes the arc of Mr. Fix. Lit, like the show hating Mr. Fix so much and doing nothing with him. Like it's so dumb. He had yeah, so, like, so much potential. Well, yeah, because his character design is cool. Yeah. Yes. He could have been like the big bad and I would have been happy. And Whiplash like, okay, is an absolute nobody now. Yeah. Yeah, like I think that I think that of all the villains, like so far, I think the one who I could probably chalk up to having like the biggest like clay face style, like, ugh, is Mr. Fix and Whiplash. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly I think last true. episode you said that they hadn't quite made it yet, but now I would say so, yeah. So yeah, um, does anyone else have anything they want to say about this episode? Because, I mean, it introduces Titanium Man, and that's it. All right, Anthony, I think you have something to say. I do? Yeah. Pepper said something about Ghost in this episode. Oh, yeah. So my boy Moon Knight got referenced. <laughs> Moon Knight. Yeah, he did. And it's funny because this came out around 2012, right? This season? 
Yeah. Well, 20, it was 2011 to 2012. So this part of the season might be edging the end of 2011. So if you, uh, the, uh, which one is it called? The Moon Knight comic that's run, that was running at this moment looks, uh, he uses a lot of gadgets that look just like ghosts and uh, the comic <laughs> came out before. So Ooh. that's neat. Got like, 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 see- like, like he has like these like moon dart guns that look just like his laser blasters from uh, the show. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty interesting there. That is very interesting. No, I totally, I was like, I, I know, I thought you were going to bring this up straight off the bat, Anthony. Um, but I'm totally fine with it because it's true. Dude, I like I laughed when she said that. I was like, oh my gosh, that is freaking hilarious. Was this um, just the writers citing their sources? I think this is the writers just being honest with the show, which they do throughout the entire show. <laughs> yeah. Like they're honest. Like the the design of Modoc. Like <laughs> everyone's like, that's the ugly thing. <laughs> you know? And it was right. Like that thing is so ugly. And they're like honest with it. Self-aware. Self-aware. So I thought that was funny. Um the the hand-to-hand combat in this episode sucked. Like it was bad. So yeah. Can't argue with that. Yeah. But, I agree. I agree. But we got a Masters of Evil call out. Oh man, that was hype. I like yes, that a lot. Yes, we did. <laughs> Please give us Masters of Evil in the MCU at some point. Oh, Ooh. they have to. Well, we're That'd getting be so hyped. Quake. What? You know, oh, we'd better. We already have Quake. It's just a matter if they bring her back or not. Yes. Yeah. But but man, Qu- yeah, Quake deserves to be on the Avengers. Just put throwing that out there. Okay. And- okay. Think about this. Think about this. Um, so Marvel's Agents of Shield rumored to be getting picked up for more. What if the logo shifts in the first episode and it becomes Marvel's Agents of Sword? I a hundred percent think that's how they'll do it. I That'd be so. awesome. Ooh, okay, I love it. I need to watch all of Shield first. Yeah, you do. All one hundred thirty-six <laughs> episodes. We're on There's season so five much. Right now. I I realize I'm a great binger, but goodness, that's a lot. Wait, it's have you so finished, good, though? Have you finished Shield, Curtis? No, we're still on season five. Like, we're late in season five, though, so we're definitely way past where you were. Man, I gotta catch up with it. Goodness. Did it get better? And I can say it does get better. Like, I can see why you quit after the first, like, two episodes, though, because those were oof. I'm just like, I hate all of this. Of what? Of season three? Season five. five. Oh. But, I mean, I checked on the internet, and pretty much the consensus is that season five is the weakest season, so. Okay. Mm. All right. I'll power through the last three seasons. I will get there. I mean, I've heard six and seven are great. That's awesome. Especially seven. But I digress. Yeah. So the only thing I basically was going to ask for things that you asked, Curious, is like, what do we think of the name Titanium Man? Obviously, it came from the comics. I think it's dumb, unoriginal, but it, there's a lot of names like that. Um, it's just with the character. You know, if the character's really cool, the name can slide a little well, bit. Yeah. Like Captain America, the name would be like Am, but the character is really cool. Mm-hmm. But with his design, you're like, this is stupid. He's like, yeah, and like, and like, if Batman were a lame character, then Batman would be a stupid. Exactly. Guy. Yeah. No, totally agree. It, he's like, Titanium Man is like if an Xbox original was infected, like in the Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like cool. that. 
I that's like it. literally what he looks like to me. <laughs> that's awesome. So anything else about this episode? No. Yeah, it was not that interesting. The most interesting thing to me was literally, well, he was, okay. And I asked the question, like, is Titanium Man at that moment the most powerful thing that they were going to face? But then turns out there was a design flaw. I mean, it wasn't think... nearly as powerful as a Mandarin. No, no. Like, well, that's true. Maybe. I don't Mandarin know. He was who? really effective against Iron Man. Like, Iron, Va- Iron Man and War Machine couldn't do anything. Yeah. Good old Gene. Gene Con, <laughs> which we oh, do see. I, I have thoughts on Gene Con after this this set of episodes. Do I'll you share know, them. Like, I feel like there's such a lack thereof with his character, so annoying that thoughts are unnecessary. <laughs> he doesn't deserve uh, our thoughts. Well, we'll see what I have to say later. All right. So that moves us to the Might of Doom. Oh, yeah. Ooh. This is what I would have picked if I had the first pick. <laughs> Ah, yes. Oh, man. All right. So according to Wikipedia, Obadiah Stane forms an unlikely partnership with Dr. Doom in a plot to claim Iron Man armor. Unfortunately, Dr. Doom has the plans of his own for Iron Man and seemingly seemingly magical powers seem too much for Iron Man to handle. Wow. All right, so some things about uh, this episode. <sighs> Number one, I absolutely hate what Tony is doing to Whitney. Oh. <laughs> Whitney what who? The heck? He's <laughs> it's so annoying, and I'm hating him for doing it. Whitney, as you should. Like, Screw Tony. Whitney, as another character, we might get into this, is another thing where they've gone towards the Clayface type. Oh, and I'm so mad. They have trashed her character. I completely miss Madame Mask Whitney. Amen. Preach it. Absolutely missed. As do I, man. Madame Mask was like one of the parlitest parts of the whole first season. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I can't argue with that. What's the frick? Gosh. But I don't know. I think I think her story arc's about to get spicier. Oh, especially okay. after episode 13 but we'll oh get there. man we'll oh, get there man. well you you know i mean you know maybe you don't remember but like in- oh i don't remember anything at this point <laughs> <laughs> um number two there was a name drop dormammu oh that was man. fun that was cool i was like except he call it like dormammu i was like yeah. what dormammu <laughs> yeah dormammu what oh, is that Latvian accent that was so dumb um, number three, um, at, well, at first I was gonna, like, as I was watching, I was putting, like, oh, like, are his powers magical or not? Turns out he's using a super science, and that Dr. Doom's technology resembles the Makluwan rings. Which are an alien technology, according to the comic. True, yes. But they've been there for, like, thousands of years, so how did he do that? He's like, smart. He might have found one. <laughs> Did he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, will they have to fight Doctor Doom to get the last ring? That he was sick. Summoned, he was summoning like demon arms. <laughs> that was awesome. He did. Yeah, where he would take Tony to like this nightmare dimension. That was wild. Well, yeah. In terms of like, in terms of like actual real life stuff, like quantum mechanics are pretty much magic anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, because like scientists have kind of like figured out how to like teleport things, like super microscopic things with quantum energy already. So like it's wild. Oh so, yeah, like quantum tunneling. Is, yeah. This is my fourth point, but my last point. Doctor Doom is the most powerful villain they've come across. Ooh, I like that. I think so. I, now, I would agree, but I also think that, like, there are just a couple scenes where they're just like, oh, yeah, let's just shoot him. And then he just gets stunned for a second. You're like, why is he stunned? I know. That's the thing. They are a little inconsistent. But it, in the, the Doctor Doom, they were trying to portray at the beginning where Tony and War Machine could do absolutely nothing to him. Nobody could do anything. Yeah. That Doctor Doom is the most powerful villain that in the show. I can get behind that. So what do you guys think about his design? Okay, I was about to say, like, point number one, and the only point I really care to talk about is I love how he looks. I love it, too! Yes! So good. (laughs) I agree. He looks so good. I was like, there's so many ways that they can trash this. (laughs) No. I think he looks way cooler than Iron Man. Especially Mark II. Oh yeah, yeah. He looks he looks better. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I liked Mark Two a little bit more than Mark One, but I think he looks better than Iron Man. I don't know if I'd go as to say he looks better than the uh, the last suit where he fought off Blizzard. I oh, don't know. The ice suit. Yeah, like the ice suit. Yeah, I guess. We'll yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, that that suit was super dope. But he probably looks way better than any iron man other than that one and i don't know if he looks as good as ghosts eh, it's a matter I, of taste at this point they both look cool taste, but i do i absolutely love his design any anybody else like anthony you've been kind of quiet dude like I really liked their taste with uh, how they're like, because a lot of the bad Doom like designs are either like they make his eyes like bulge out, or yeah. they make like his armor look just straight up bad medieval, super and with like huge arms. But yes. I really liked it, this slimmer kind of kind of tactile. Slim, it's sleek. His eyes are good. Like they look evil, but they're not like bulging. Somehow his like hood never gets damaged. I still don't know how that happens. <laughs> it's made out of some magic fabric that he got from like the weird wizard dimension. <laughs> Probably. However, however, I can officially say that he's not as funny as superhero squad Doctor Doom. <laughs> oh, I want to see this Doctor Doom, but I don't. Like, I don't want to lose brain cells watching this show. You're gonna. You're gonna watch Anthony, it. We all Anthony, Anthony, you need to you need to nominate it and we all need to vote for it and just like override this thing. Oh no, no. Dude, I don't think happening. you guys realize how much for kids this show is. <laughs> like it, I'm it, so it, it, down for it. Like there's I'm, times where I'm there's times where I'm reminded in this show that this show is still for kids and I'm kind of annoyed. I'm like, oh, Come on. Why aren't now. I a kid anymore? Yeah. <laughs> My word. True that. What do you guys think of like him talking about himself in first person and switching to third person every so often? 
that's kind of Dr. Doom. Yeah, yeah. Like, how, how did they portray Doctor Doom to you? Did 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 they do well? Like, I liked him. I, I liked thought him he was. Too. I thought he was solid. He was pretty good. Like in terms of like the extracurricular Marvel characters we've seen so far, he is by far the best. Yes. Oh, I agree. Yes. Like he broke. He at least for this episode broke the curse that this show has been under in terms of that. Yeah, he's no Fisher Price Hulk. He is one of the <laughs> few, if only, exception. Yeah. Ah, uh, come on now, man. Tell me, are you saying up to now or like the whole up show? Up to now. Up to now. Okay, yeah, I thought now, you were gonna so. say the entire show, and I'm like, ah, oh, dang. I mean, he was a fantastic <laughs> character. He's probably, I don't know, maybe moved up to now. Nah. If Madame Mask is still considered a villain, okay, so he's probably my second favorite villain in this season. Yeah, yeah. We have not really... a tall order for this season. Yeah, Fair. it's not. Yeah, there's not much at all. <laughs> but um, another thing, Centurion was also introduced as the Ring Guardian. Um, Will we get to see him? Probably not. He's already dead, isn't he? I can't remember. I like, yeah, man. But overall, I liked the episode. I was, at first, I was totally expecting him to trash Dr. Doom and to me be laughing throughout this episode. But I really liked the way they portrayed his character. Um, and seeing Stain kind of grovel in front of Dr. Doom was pretty funny. <laughs> that was. Oh, yeah. He's just like, your lordship. <laughs> like, I'll I'll wipe your butt for you if you want. <laughs> like literally, that's what he would do. He's like, and what about my problem? He's like, I already solved it on the plane, you fool. <laughs> I was like, that's that. right. Stain is inferior. <laughs> the might of doom. I enjoyed this episode. Good up, as did I. Yes. So moving on to the hawk and the spider. We got let's get down to brass tacks. All right. <laughs> this is one of the most episodes ever. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for following the trend, I'm reading the wiki article on the plot because it works the best. So we got Iron Man attempts to stock, stop Hawkeye and Black Widow from stealing Stark International's UI chip. As a result, Justin Hammer uses the rebuilt Titanium Man armor to steal the UI chip, and the three must reluctantly team up to get it back. So, first off, one of my points is uh, I like Hawkeye's design. I think he is okay. Oh, he's a fun design. He reminds me a lot of the very popular Hawkeye comics that came out around 2012. Oh, yeah. So I 100% like this man. Um, they keep using the stealth armor, and I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just don't stop using it. They, they use it put... all the time, and it's like my – it's the ugliest of all the armor. 
Yeah. They just put the stealth tech into the, the, the Mark II or whatever. Yeah, you'd Honest. think they would do that by now. Yeah, it drains too much power. And you'd think they, they'd figure that out by now. You, exactly. You would totally think that they figured out how to do it, but they like keep giving you this like obstacle that Tony apparently can't solve. Oh, this armor's not made for combat, Rody. <laughs> yeah, every time. Um, I put Hammer is uh is playing a little bit of video games this episode. <laughs> I love this scene so much. It, it's so good. He took the dead husk of Modok <laughs> and is playing it like Call of Duty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and he spent how many billions on this thing? Yeah. What, just to hook it up to a PS2? <laughs> With a VR headset? So good. Now, Justin Hammer's totally an Xbox gamer. Oh, ah, oh. quit that. Oh, by far. Nah, fam. <laughs> nah, quit that. He's a PC gamer. He prefers the launch version of the Xbox One. I have the launch version of the Xbox One. That's oh, because I'm poor. <laughs> it's a chunky boy. All right. It is a chunky boy, but I... Yeah. Well, actually, I have the Forza edition, so it makes a racing noise when I turn it on. <laughs> Ooh. You know, you like that? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, my. All right. Then I got Iron Man made a friend with Hawkeye. They're bros now, I guess. He kept on saying, you're a good man, Hawkeye. You're a good man. You got yeah, like, something What's good with to- all this, like, lightning-fast character development? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those moments where, like, oh, if the characters say it is enough times, maybe we'll believe that it is. Gross. I guess so. Yeah. Like on one hand, on one hand, we have like Stain, who it took like seven appearances before he admitted that he loved his daughter. Whereas, like Hawkeye, he's like, oh, you're, I'm such a good guy. I just realized. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And finally, I have this really cool note that said. Hawkeye goes out west, which that is in reference to the West Coast Avengers that he starts. Oh, yeah. I was hoping you bring that out. So I good. I do not know much about this. Hmm. I've, I've read the first, like, 15 issues of West Coast Avengers or so, and it's pretty interesting because Hawkeye is a leader about what you think, you know? Are we um, getting that in the MCU, Anthony? Oh, most definitely maybe. um because they revamped west coast avengers like a couple years ago and they made it like kind of a self-referential comedy kind of thing so i don't know but okay i'd be down for it because uh the found the founding member of iron man uh has the the mark five so so i like that but And that's about it for this nice, lukewarm to okay episode. Yeah, so an underwhelming aspect of this episode. Well, I okay, not underwhelming. Just something I didn't really like too much. What I didn't really like Black Widow that much. Oh. Her face looked weird. I did not like her. So... So, like, with Hawkeye, in the comics, like, he had a past, you know, doing some shady stuff or whatever. That's fine. As does Black a... Widow. Huh? As does Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, but there's a huge difference there. Black Widow is like a super spy for Russia. They reduced her to a common thief, basically. 
Yep. That is just disrespectful to her character, and I hate it. Yeah. Black Black Widow, if you do it right, is very interesting, which they do well in the MCU. Mm -hmm. But they make her absolutely uninteresting in this one, and actually kind of annoying. Like, like there, there's been precedents for her being like shady slash somewhat evil. Like Earth's Mightiest Heroes did it so well, whereas this is just disgusting. Mm, disgusting. Oof. Well, Who sadly, Hawkeye... we see more of her. What? Yeah. And then Hawkeye, Hawkeye was just like, "Oh, she's got good in her, Tony." I've seen she's it. Mm. What all have you seen, Hawkeye? <laughs> anyway uh i liked how uh how they uh called him out as purple arrow as a reference to green arrow yeah that was funny it's like what are you purple arrow or something like, <laughs> and then pepper's like saying all the gloves and she's like oh what about the boxing glove arrow and i was like that's a green arrow thing but okay yeah and i love how war machine is all, like so head over heels around another girl now oh yeah and he's he, just like, why can't War Machine ever run to criminals like her instead of like, fighting guys named Unicorn? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's like, they referenced Unicorn multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was uh, like, sure. oh, my gosh. See, that's another instance where this epi- this show is honest with itself, saying how lame yeah. Unicorn is. Ugh. Thank you. <laughs> but I will say this. I hate Justin so much. That I actually miss Gene. Wow. As of this episode, I wrote that. I don't oh, know. I kind of liked his stupid energy in this episode. He's so ridiculous. He's so over the top dumb. Way oh. over the top. Hate him so much. I'm sorry, guys. I can't stand him. He has one of my favorite lines later on. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, we're we're going to get to that. <laughs> that I love is, that line. That line is freaking <laughs> hilarious. We see, because because here's the, here's the thing, like JC, the, the fact that you hate Justin Hammer, I totally agree with. It's just that like I see all of those horrendous characteristics, and I just can't help but laugh. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah, he's he's more of a funny kind of thing where. Like, like we're laughing at him, not with him. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. Oh, but yeah. the the Gene thing is where he's just like they try to portray him as like a good villain, like this ominous villain, and that he's so important. But like he doesn't ever fulfill that role to like the last two episodes, and that's really annoying. Yeah. Uh, any other <clears throat> takes on this? Uh, the hawk and the spider. Let's move right along. Yeah, yeah. Enter the ironmonger. All right, boys. So, um, yeah, the ironmonger is in this episode. <laughs> yep. Um, here is the single sentence that Wikipedia has bestowed upon us. It only deserves a single sentence. <laughs> when Obadiah Stane completes the Ironmonger armor, Iron Man and War Machine must fight to the finish with all they have. I feel no. like that's giving it way more hype than it deserves. So, okay, I have five points. I'm going to add in a number zero point. You um, actually could come up with five? Congratulations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have plenty of things to say about these episodes. Um... So number the number zero point is um, 
Yeah, um, you know how I said I hated Titania Man? I hate how Ironmonger looks a lot more. Oh, same. Like, oof. I like, absolutely yikes. despise this design. This makes the MCU Ironmonger look slick. All right. Oh, yeah. It makes it look real slick. Because, <sighs> like, like for, for starters, like, literally, they just rip off most of the design of Crimson Dynamo and make it stupid. Real make it stupid. big, chunky. Yeah, so uh, that sucks. Okay, so let's get into my real five hot points. So number one is, um, I really wish Tony beat up that goth kid. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, what has happened? I just wrote down the question. Who are the goth twins? Like, who are they really? Because I feel like they're just thrown at our faces. <laughs> like, they're going to be something. <laughs> but yeah, oh, just man, I can't wait in the to get face. That. Well, no, no, no. I, 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 it was the it was the guy who was talking. Yeah, the guy was talking, but he she... was like, "I'm pretty sure he was said something along the, line, along the lines of like, oh, hey, Tony, your father's dead.' Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and Tony was not... just about to like knock his teeth out, and I'm like, "Do it." You're not like, smart yes. because your father's dead. Yeah, that's basically his reasoning. <laughs> like, yeah, Freaking no, got yeah. kids. No, no, they were. He was saying that like Tony killed his father was what he was implying. Oh, he was yeah. Oh, that was I, fun. Okay, I guess he, yeah. Knock his teeth no, out, Tony. Yeah, that was that's so bad. It's so dark. We need more dark Tony. Dark Tony should have come more out. Just dark show in general. Well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, I really wish he had thrown a punch there. And then number two. And for this podcast, this is probably going to be the most important point. Ryan O'Brien got fired. Ryan O'Brien was fired <laughs> for doing something good. For I'm finally like, being like, "Boss, I am okay with this." Ugh. And it was because he was like, "Don't fire." There's civilians, and then three seconds later, he was like, "Fire at the civilians." It's like, what the crap? Yeah, for yeah, real. Um, Brian O'Brien comes in clutch where he's like, R.I.P. to a brilliant character. I'm saluting right now. I don't know if you all can tell. I'm sure you could feel it through the call, though. Oh, yeah. Mm. You can feel your heart pounding. Mm. Like, one of the best characters, like, ever. Easily. Ryan O'Brien. Brian O'Brien was fired. God rest his soul. May he forever have a special place in this podcast. (laughs) So, uh, number three, um, we finally... After like, oh, let's see. This is like episode like nine or something. And add that to 26. So uh, t- after 35 episodes, we this finally... Is episode, this is episode 10. Yeah, well, I was close. So after like 36 episodes, we finally get a face-off between Tony and Stain in Stark Industries being like, hey, this is my company. And you're like, it's about freaking time. Mm, well... Okay, I feel yeah. I I like the timing actually, because I feel like it's kind of built up. You know, he's getting closer to the age where he can take over the company, and like Tony is not really well. At first, he kind of fights for the company, but I feel like his character is now at this point where he's like, I'm competent and smart enough to maybe actually face Stain on a personal level rather than just his Iron Man. I like where it is, but yeah, I feel like if it was done early, I would have been annoyed or disappointed. I don't know, but I like the I line know. that I Tony just thought it was, I just thought it was weird that we hadn't got any conversations like this before. 
true. I love the line that Tony gives though. Oh, I didn't write it down. What did he get? What did he oh, say? He, uh, it was something like, I are, oh no, he said that the Iron Mar so Stain was like, Iron Monger is the future of this company. And Tony's like, no, I'm the future of this company. Mm. I was like, heck yeah, Tony, let's go. Okay. So, uh, plate. number four, um, <laughs> it was just something that made me laugh. When the Ironmonger is bouncing around, at some point, Obadiah get, takes it upon himself to go like flatten that, uh, that housing district. I didn't even write down the storyline with like the old man because that sucked and it was boring. Um, but uh, he, he literally gets into this thing and then the, the thing's face opens up. And then it's just his big, dumb, holographic face in the Ironmonger. <laughs> yep. You're just like, what? Yep. All right. So w which is a dumber design? MODOK or this Ironmonger? Ironmonger. Ironmonger. MODOK's Iron design Monger. isn't even that dumb compared to some of his other designs. Like, he's supposed to be a big, dumb baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ironmonger's is way worse. Ironmonger's Gosh. is definitely the most disappointing garbage can yikes hate it i think they were okay were they trying did did they actually do poor on the design or they'd be like hey this is obadiah stain and he has no creativity or imagination so he's gonna make this i feel like you could even make something that that's supposed to like epitomize bereft of creativity better than this mm. yeah Cause like just make like just make like a big monochromatic Iron Man. Then. Yeah, that's honestly what I thought it was gonna be was just some giant tall Iron Man. Yeah, that would have been much cooler. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and then number five. Um, this is kind of a this is a question. Why did Stain do any of this? Who knows. Because no like idea. he literally like at some point in this episode he's like oh yeah I'm like the the face of this company and like we're gonna knock down this housing district it's not that big of a deal but then he goes insane for some reason yeah calls the board peons <laughs> just like okay so he has a god complex now I don't know it, in one sense it's at least providing foreshadowing for heavy metal kind of. True. In a way, yes, it is. Really bad foreshadowing, but so foreshadowing. True. But yeah, um, this episode uh, didn't really do it for me, and that's all I have to say. Yeah, I just I rest said, my case. Eh. And when when they were fighting like Ironmonger, and they're like, "Oh no, how can he be beaten? The only one that can beat Ironmonger is the creator." Oh, me, Tony. I'm the only <laughs> one. I was like, this is so dumb. Oh my gosh. Please. You know, <laughs> the only the only thing that I really have to say about this episode is just four words. And this is the most scathing review I think I've ever given in an episode up to this point. I wrote down the show has lost its soul. Mm. Ooh. And I just really think that's the case right now like i think that this episode is just so much proof of that like season two just doesn't have the soul that season one had yo it doesn't have the creative storytelling it doesn't have creative villains 
Tony's character is so unlikable in most episodes. Like, yeah, he had a couple of unlikable episodes in season one, but nothing this consistently bad. And Stane's just incompetent. Like, ugh, the choices are just bad. You know, Judge Brown, as I was driving to to come home to watch these episodes, I was thinking the same thing. But honestly, I've been scared to say it. <laughs> honestly, I have. I was like, because, you know, I don't know, hot take or whatever. But it's just, it's not been doing it for me either. No. Like the first season did. Uh, oh, know. no, I totally agree. Season and, two is way worse. Yeah, Gosh. season one was very entertaining season two we're just we're going down i mean they have some good characters like dr doom was a good character and i feel like maybe the only one that's been introduced yeah Yeah. actually dr doom is the only good character that's been introduced so far like in in terms of i mean i'm not i'm not gonna go back you know i don't want to go back into this realm but if we were comparing this to the batman now i feel like we've gone from like season three like the height of season three of the batman is like where you know all of season one of iron man armored adventures was pretty much and i feel like now we're just consistently in season five of the batman (laughs) where it's just it's just all these random crossovers that we don't need that are poorly executed almost all the time and they're just constantly fighting the uh joining and it just they just this is not going away (laughs) i can kind of see that I don't know okay. if it's these, as bad. None of, none, of these, th- okay. none of these villains are as bad as the joint. Okay, I don't Good think it's Lord, as bad, but I do see where you're coming from. Where we're I, just... I feel like it's I feel like it's worse because because we got robbed of something so good. Like the dip in quality is so much more extreme. Better True. to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. <laughs> okay. We got them quotes, Rona. <laughs> i can't wait for that episode all right let's let's go ahead and quickly go through this next garbage episode okay another <laughs> episode happened the fugitive of shield oof yuck man. all right you go know for it man you know i was i was hoping this would be a good one i'm glad this wasn't my first pick i'm glad this was like you know second pick but how disappointing. <laughs> okay. So I will I will follow suit with the tradition and I will read this uh, Wikipedia summary. You know, it's really funny. Season one's Wikipedia summaries are like two paragraphs long because there's so much story. And then season two is just one sentence consistently. Yeah, because nobody cares about season two. <laughs> Honestly, it's uh, like... You, yeah, you can literally see the quality of the show dip just by seeing the descriptions. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the uh, summary is Black Widow returns, stealing from Nick Fury and the S.H.I.E.L.D. Hel- helicarrier. And by circumstance and some cold calculation, Iron Man ends up being hunted by S.H.I.E.L.D. for that deed. So, Yeah. Uh, my five points are that uh, Black Widow stole an adamantium slash vibranium alloy, Ooh. which is what uh, Captain America's shield was originally made out of. Yes, it is. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's the one of the cool things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
That's that. Uh, that was uh, substantial enough to make it into an entire point in this episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how we're scraping the straws. But anyway, uh, my second point is literally just I hate Nick Fury and Justin Hammer. Yep, I could, can't yep. argue with you there. Nope, can't can't argue at all. Yep, just zooming right past them. Point number three, an actually really good thing. Pepper was so freaking sweet for buying that ticket to read Richard's lecture. Hey, read Richard's, one of the smartest humans in the MC or in the Marvel universe. Let's go. Uh-huh. And she yeah. bought that knowing that Tony would need it without ever being asked to do it. So sweet. Yeah, low key. This was up to this point in the episode. This was probably my favorite moment of season two. I agree. It wasn't Hammer. The well, I mean, that was that was pretty amazing. But <laughs> this one slightly edges that. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> wait, what Hammer moment? Oh wait, we'll we'll get to it. Keep we'll going. Get there. Okay. We'll get there. Well, yeah, okay. and I also said up to this point. Yo, okay. Well, that was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, what else happened? Uh, anyway, uh, point number four. I said the mandroids look cool, but they were pretty useless and they're not as cool as they were in the comics. Yeah, they were super weak too. Their beams were like strong, but other than that, they just like would fall explode apart. so easily and fall apart. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. They looked, and, kinda, uh, they looked kind of like the winter suit that we saw in season they one. They did, and that was kind of cool. I mean, I just feel like they were just recycling stuff because they they just didn't have time for a budget. Basically. Yep. Recycling assets. <laughs> we gotta finish this season, boys. It's going downhill <laughs> real quick. You're coming back? <laughs> You're coming back. Ooh, we'll make five of you. You're coming back. Uh, they, they waited like five days before the season was due to like animate all of it. <laughs> They're like, guys, oh. batten down the hatches. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get this done. <laughs> That's how I felt. I th- it was probably super rushed. I swear. Pretty soon, all the background characters are just loving laser. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could have swore that I've seen Black Widow's face like seven thousand times on other characters. Oh, you probably have. Oh. <laughs> well, anyway, so for my fifth point and final point for this episode, I'm just going to bring up something that's been annoying me ever since uh, Titanium versus Iron episode. How in the world is Stain and Justin Hammer so stupid that they're not keeping off-site backups of their data that they stole from Tony Stark? Like, I don't know. know how to work a freaking flash drive. This is was... so stupid that he's able to completely <laughs> cancel out their data. That makes no sense in the business world. None whatsoever. No, they're dumb and predictable. It's just lazy writing from the show. Because it... Tony could never in a million years get that back once it's stolen. It's gone nope. forever. It's out there. Like, that whole storyline is stupid. It could never happen. I, honestly, I kind of want to go back and see all of the like the writers from the old episodes <laughs> and see like if any of them come back. All right. So, so far, I've seen one come back, and that is Thomas Baricella. Which and, episode? And he would not, he didn't come, and he did not come back for our set of episodes. 
but he came back for season two for Ghost in the Machine, which was a good episode. Which was a good episode. That's a really it. good episode. He also wrote Tales of Suspense Part Two, Uncontrollable, designed only for chaos. Dang. World on fire, Ooh. chasing ghosts, fun with lasers. Wait, what's Ooh. his name? What's his name? Thomas um, Barry Cella. I might, I might just change my uh, top pick for next episodes now. <laughs> Honestly, this guy is probably one of the best writers of the entire show. Dang. Well, oh, 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 oh. Ooh, I like where his name is. Anyway. Okay, and Brandon Amin is another one that came back. Brandon Amin in the first uh in the first season wrote uh Masquerade. I loved that one. Heck yeah. That was a good one. Um, but then he comes back again in season two for The Might of Doom, which is yeah, I mean, one of the good ones in this bunch. Well, we see a pattern. It is the writers. Yes, it seems that they... A little bit of the animators, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> All right, well, boys, did you have anything else to add to Fugitive from S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I forgot this episode existed. <laughs> That's fair. All right, so I think this was a Fugitive of S.H.I.E.L.D. So oh. Ghost comes back. And oh, he's... Yeah. They're actively making Ghost worse and worse. I feel like they're trying to make him worse, but he was one of he did have a really cool fight scene at the end. Like the boy was doing work. I was like, usually the fight scenes are horrible and especially the hand-to-hand combat, but this boy was like a ninja. Yeah. I I thought it was cool. I thought that was a really cool fight scene. Um, and then Hammer gives us the best quote. Ever <laughs> the best moment. I laughed. I'm pretty sure it was this episode, right? Yeah. Um was it? Yeah, it was this episode because they were all fighting for the UI. And then while they're fighting, like um Iron Man, um, Black Widow, and Ghost, we're, all of them we're are thinking fighting. Of different quotes. Yeah, I think we are. I'm thinking we're of thinking Anthony's of quote. Yeah, I think Chris thinking of my quote. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's in heavy metal. Yeah, it is. Okay, I probably. But what's your quote, Josh? Okay, I thought this was absolutely hilarious. Where they're all fighting, and then Hammer runs away. He's like, "Who who schemes runs away, lives to scheme another day." <laughs> Not the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I just thought that was just dumb. I, I thought, thought that, that was, was hilarious. Stupid. I was like, "That is Justin Hammer for real." He's like, "Who who schemes and runs away, lives to scheme another day." Yeah, it's just it's on brand for him. He's just in hammered Josh in another reality. Oh, now that I could get behind. I think you're onto something there. No, I think I think so. Nah, fam. Oh, Curtis, don't talk about Josh that way. (laughs) It's not an insult. I mean, in another reality, you're you're fancy and rich. Uh, That that is true, but. I will You're titularly bankrupt. Full of myself like that nonsense. Uh, <laughs> I thought I that was never... so funny where he's like, he who schemes and runs away lives to scheme another day. But just the way he said it was like he was skipping, playing hopscotch. It was so funny. And then 
Ghost's nickname for Obadiah Stane, I did not feel comfortable with. What was it? They called him Obi. <laughs> I was oh, that's like, what. Well, that's what that's, uh, that's what Tony called him in the mm-hmm. Iron Man one. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what he he called him that all the time when he was getting real close to him. Oh, true. Just like, I just hey, didn't OB, really pick up going? on it. I didn't really pick up on it until Ghost called him Obi, and I'm like, Nah, fam. There's only Obi one. There's only one. No, I I like Obi for staying. I'm a big fan of Obi. Huh. Well, anything else, Josh? Um, what else? Uh, I thought I. I thought it was super cool that they dropped Reed Richards' name. Um, oh, yeah. The vibranium with antimadium compound, like, I was hoping, and we might see that actually in the future of this show. I don't know. We'll Captain see. America episode? Maybe. Will it be trashed? Because season two seems to be going downhill. It's very Probably. possible. Which oh man imagine what a captain america facial model will look like in the I, show i don't oh. like that we're at this point with this show it no. kind of hurts it it does because season one was so good yeah and i knew going in that i remember not liking season two but this is like next <laughs> level this way is, worse than this i remember is bad <laughs> bad but no that is it for that episode which leads us to the next episode all the best people are mad and let me tell you i am mad (laughs) i love 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 everything about this literally from the first (laughs) second i was completely bought in I honestly, I wish Rona's name was Rhonda. Like, that's just a name that you could yell out, Rhonda. (laughs) I think it's even better that in 2021, we're watching a show where one of the characters' name is Rona. (laughs) Yo, true, (laughs) true. So as Wikipedia Wikipedia says, which is, this is probably one of the longer, or we get how many sentences? Two, three? (laughs) Speaks to the quality, Josh. It does. <laughs> Schoolmate Rona Irwin turns Tomorrow Academy into a lethal maze of traps for Tony and his schoolmates, while her twin brother Andy <laughs> turns out to be unexpectedly lethal as well. Now Tony must survive Rona's DATs, short for Deadly Aptitude Test. Free Pepper, <laughs> Rody, Happy, and Whitney and get his Iron Man armor to defeat Rona and Andy. <laughs> oh, man. Did anybody get any weird energy between uh, Rona and Andy throughout this episode? Weird well, they- energy! Oh. Okay, I, I was uncomfortable the, the whole time. I asked the question. I that said, aren't the they team? siblings? Oh. They're supposed to be. They're, you're supposed to be siblings. Come on now. That kiss was so creepy. This was cool. Oh, that was super creepy. I'm like, I didn't okay. hear for it. I don't know. I know he, I like, I didn't realize he was an android at the time. So I was like, are they just, oh, like, no, neither did I. Did, are, are, are they playing to be brother and sister, but they're actually like lovers? Like, Ugh. Oh, this, this is weird. <laughs> they pulled an Abraham. <laughs> this is really weird. Okay. So, uh, my first point is, um, Rona is nuts. That's about it. 
Rona is absolutely bonkers, and I don't get why. Like she lost everybody, right? Kind of, maybe. It's because she. It's because she doesn't do anything halfway. I can respect a woman like that. I don't do okay. anything halfway. Okay. Either yeah, I, I do I or love I her don't. energy. She's nuts. Um, but she's okay. Did anybody get like Riddler vibes? Oh yeah, this was just a big Riddler episode. It was. It, it was a it huge was, Riddler episode. It, this all seemed like we we're watching Saw. Oh, true. That too. What a play that's what, game. That's what, I've never seen Saw, but this is what it completely reminded me of. Ah, dude, if you want to experience trauma via the television, watch some Saw. No thanks. Oh, I'm good. No thanks. Yep. Um. Okay, so. Hank Pym was a name drop. Yeah. She stole his tech. She stole the dude's tech. She's really smart, which is. She's sad. on the ball. And I felt like Rona's story is super depressing that she made an android for her friend. <laughs> it's so depressing. It's even more depressing that she didn't think, like, oh, I'm going to make myself a robot boyfriend. No, I'm going to make myself a robot brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that more family friendly? Except we're gonna like give hints towards incest. Ew, gross. You, you. <laughs> it was so weird. She effectively friend zoned herself. Yes, yes, she did. <laughs> so, oh, that's sad. Does anybody remember that the uh, that the, this episode opened up with the magia? Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> The Man, Magia I, are I, dumb. I forgot about that. Yep. I love um, how they were like, I love how that one was like, I finally off Tony Star, I finally off Iron Man. Woo! Oh, yeah. That was super dumb. Like, so dumb. What? Uh, uh, wow. Pepper had a great quote <laughs> Rhoda's not just nuts. She's the whole back of Trail Mix. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That was awesome. Oh my gosh. Like, I work in the mental health field, so I'll probably never say that around any. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Pepper with the. And Happy. Happy is a music genius. He saved (laughs) Whitney. That was so good. I like that. Honestly, it was a lot of like fun. The episode was fun. Just, I loved uh, it. It just didn't really have many points to really bring up. The whole the whole episode is a big point. Yeah. Basically. But it was an absolute filler. The except best filler. Except at the end we get uh apparently So wait, was that the teacher? Cuz I swear that was the same build as the teacher. Just the model. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go again. You're recycled. You're recycled. <laughs> Honestly, we're just getting recycled content, and it's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Tony called Rona email, emo Rona. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes. like, yeah. Couldn't think of something better than that? Nope. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, I have a question. There was, okay, she puts on a test where it was what? Cogito ergo sum? I think, therefore I am? 
where in the MCU did was that Vision? Not, I think that was Ultron. Was it Ultron? I don't know. Do they like say that quotes? Yeah, yeah, I think therefore I am. They said they said that like that was her test for um uh for Tony who who said that and he apparently he was a physicist as well. Right. Um I think therefore I am. Well, oh yeah, it was Vision. He was just talking, yeah. It was Vision. I was right. Huh. I love yeah. it when my three years of Latin classes came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dead language, JC. Oh, I've studied years I of studied dead the heck languages. Out of Biblical Greek, Biblical Hebrew. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this episode was a giant Riddler episode, but it was a lot of fun. Better than any Batman Riddler episode. What? The Batman. Sorry. The anyway. Batman, Batman animated series Riddler episode. Is that what you're saying? Um, I'm about to kick you off this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I don't remember any Riddler episodes from Batman animated series, but this made an impression. <laughs> oh my but yeah, like I, I love this episode. Um, and I, I think I just missed all the school shenanigans from season one. Oh yeah. Same. Yes. Like I didn't realize how much I missed that. I was kind of thinking that the whole time, like, Where's Tony's struggles with school again? Also, yeah. where is Rhodey's mom besides like him needing like legal things with staying? And <laughs> well, we we got some Rhodey's mom in this like uh, these set of episodes, but I wish we got her more of her where she yep. she just throws one line and that's it. Like that's all we got. It kind of felt like Tony like he's like okay, I got everything together now. Time to mainly be Iron Man. Yeah, and do boring missions. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this episode? No, I like I liked how insane it was. It was. It was absolutely insane. It was I'm a good fa- it was a good chuckle compared to some other ones. I felt like fact- it- oh go ahead. I felt like it was probably the most well written one somehow. Somehow, in a crazy sort of way, yeah. I mean, the story kind of flowed fun. The dialogue seemed more organic. (laughs) Yeah, it it did. Yeah, and like some of these like things she did were just insane. Like she strapped Rhodey to a table and somehow filled the entire room with saw blades. Yeah, don't know how she did that. Pretty crazy. Oh, imagine if her (laughs) what. And Happy was like, knew the, because his mom is apparently the orchestra, and he knew that song by heart. Yes. Ah, man. That was fantastic. (laughs) See, that's why I love Happy. And he he said something along the lines of like, yeah, Beethoven is dope. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, JC, any changes on Happy? He's slowly growing on me again. We'll see Mm. if they ruin him for me in the last half of the season. I mean, you can't help your heart can't help but yearn for him when Pepper left him on the date. Like that—that that was sad. That was so sad. That hurt. 
hurt real bad. All right, let's move on to episode 13. Okay, the final episode that we'll be discussing in the mid-season finale. Oh yeah, fun fact about this, there was a four-month gap between this episode and the next one. Wow. Well, hopefully they uh, brought in the writers to revamp the show in those four months. Oh, we will see. Wait, wait, what what, what, what happened? Heavy metal, right? Oh. Yeah, this was the mid-season finale. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, this is the Wikipedia summary. After the events involving the Ironmonger armor, Obadiah Stane begins to have it mass-produced. With footage discovered by Tony Stark and Roberta Rhodes, which involved his deal with Ghost, Obadiah Stane is fired by the chairman of the board. Unfortunately, a comment from Tony accidentally reveals Iron Man's real identity to Obadiah. Lot to unpack there, guys. This was definitely the most consequential episode of this entire arc by oh, far. Yeah. A lot of oh, yeah. a lot of things came to a head. And uh I know that I was like kind of harping like last episode around like, oh, how are they gonna bring some of this stuff together? But like in terms of like all of the bad storylines coming together, like I thought this episode did a solid job. Yeah. It did. All things considered. <laughs> I completely agree with that. It uh, it worked with what it had, and it gave us something of good quality, actually. Yeah, like I was yeah, actually, honestly pretty shocked about how good this episode was. I actually I was really surprised. liked the episode. Like I was just figuring, oh man, Obadiah is just gonna go out in a just a pile of flames. And this is gonna be awful. But like, it was actually kind of emotional. Yeah, it was. It, was. it, it, it surprisingly was. Like they they actually pulled it off pretty well. I was surprised. Okay. What were your hot points, JC? So, number one, Tony is just all of a sudden done being Iron Man. I I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Did you think that it was that it was deserved? That it felt justified? I didn't. It no. felt kind of random to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. There's another moment where they're like, oh, if they tell us like in this uh, dramatic way, we'll believe it. No. Yeah, there was just no arc there. They didn't tease it. They didn't really show it. Tony's just been angry. And now they're just like, oh, this is the result of his anger. It doesn't work that way. Like season one, uh, you know, with like the Tony being angry arc, you know, it came into fruition with Technovore. And then it resolved, and it was great. But we just didn't get that arc here. <sighs> so that's unfortunate. But anyway, point number two, Rhodey just all of a sudden has this great idea. And he's just like, okay, Tony, I can solve all your problems. I'll just get Stain fired. <laughs> and it works. And then she just straight up does. Yeah, Roberta just like, I love how Roberta doesn't ask any questions. She's just not like, Brody, how did you come across this security footage? Or, you know, how did this happen? Or how did that happen? She's just like, oh, let's just walk this right into Stark International and get him fired. Roberta's mm-hmm. amazing. She's a boss. Yep. 
So then, number three, Tony's identity is revealed. And I actually really liked how they did that because I could not believe like that Stain was so dumb that he would never figure it out. So I'm glad they kind of answered that question that he finally did. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very deserving of his character. Okay. And then point number four, Whitney actually broke through to her father for like the first time in this show, pretty much. Like a few episodes ago, Pepper called, pretended to be Whitney, and he he believed it. He didn't even yep. know his own daughter's voice. <laughs> well, it, she kind of did pretty good. I mean, I didn't think so, but oh, if I could yeah. tell the if I could tell the difference, her dad should have. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so that was kind of shocking to me that that they actually kind of had an arc there where he finally listened to his daughter's voice. So I like that. Mm-hmm. That was real positive for me. And uh, I just wrote down below that, man, Justin Hammer's really stupid in this episode. Justin Hammer, oh my gosh. He's just an immature child. Yeah. He's kind of liked him in this episode, though. Really? He's just yelling, no! (laughs) (laughs) And his his apathetic assistant is just just crazy. Sasha? (laughs) Awesome in this episode. I loved her. She's like, oh, no, I can pilot the big robot and kill thousands of people. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. And uh, my last point for this episode is evil Whitney, question mark? I'm mm. all the way in. I'm all the way in. It's like, here, here's, as... what this, this, here's what this episode did. It brought back, at least somewhat, the Whitney factor. It did. And I wrote again in this episode, like halfway through, like I missed Madame Mask Whitney because she was so helpless. Yeah. She couldn't do anything for herself. And I was like, ah, oh, Madame Mask Whitney would have been tearing stuff up. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm hopeful that they pull it off well. I don't really think they'll pull it off, but I hope they do. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm holding I'm holding my judgment. I don't I don't know how it'll turn out. We'll see. But that's all I have to say, guys. What do you think? All right. I think this episode gave the show at least temporarily a shot in the arm. Oh, I agree. <sighs> I don't know. I wasn't feeling this episode. Like, I understand where like this episode brought some things together that were building up, but some things just didn't make sense. Like him quitting being Iron Man, as we said before, like that just kind of came out of nowhere. And this like identity crisis, like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Like he started in, in the other episodes, it seemed like he was figuring out how to balance Iron Man and, and Tony Stark, like how to effectively use both of them. And then in episode 13, he's like, nah, I should just quit. It's like, what? I don't know. And I mean, like in this episode, the whole him quitting story arc was only in it for like two minutes anyway. It was. So they kind of just immediately forgot about it. And I think that was to the episode's benefit. I completely agree. 
I did write down that Obadiah Stain is his is Obadiah Stain through and through. <laughs> yeah. Like he is consistently Obadiah Stain. This guy and they, who... killed, they killed him without killing him. Yep. I don't know. Well, do we have any other thoughts or are we ready to do some ranking? I liked this episode. You did? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a pretty good episode. I thought so too. Me too. Josh too. Yeah, <laughs> I I didn't hate the episode. I, I don't know if I would say like, oh, I really enjoyed watching this episode. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's because... I had been watching all of them like all the way through, but it just didn't really do much for me. Though it it doesn't go low on my list in terms of content. Like there's a lot of content in there. I'm like, okay, I get this. But Curtis is right. This uh this episode kind of shot the show in the arm. So I'd say let's move on to rankings. Who would like to go first? I went first last time, so I think someone else should. <laughs> Anthony, you go first. All right, guys. I have a pretty weird list. Pretty controversial. Not going to lie. God, I feel like all of these. I'm not surprised. to be controversial, actually. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of personal preference in this list. A ton. A ton. Uh, because I'm going to be honest, like, Two or three of these episodes, completely forgettable. <laughs> yes. So at number seven, I have Enter Ironmonger. This episode bored me to tears, and I hated I hated the whole Ironmonger suit, and honestly, kind of forgot how half the episode goes. <laughs> then I have the Shield episode, which was almost seven, because I didn't remember any of it. Uh, then I remember Ghost was in it and he kind of did okay for himself and you had Justin Hammer doing hammy things and then we have Titanium versus Iron because we I I don't know that episode was just kind of dumb but it wasn't as dumb as the other two Uh, and then we have Hawk and the Spider because I mean Hawkeye was okay and I liked the controlling of uh, MODOK I thought that was a pretty fun twist um, and then we got Heavy Metal at number three. Um, I like this episode, as we previously stated. And then we got at number two, Might of Doom. Doom was a good app, not going to lie. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Doom in the universe. I thought he works well with uh, the other characters on screen. I just felt like they kind of got rid of him in a weird way. And how he's like, oh, I have diplomatic immunity. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, and then number one, all the best people are mad because that episode is a classic. Mm. Well, I don't think that's a hot take at all. I mean, Interesting. Yeah. Oh, does, does JC have a much different list? Because I'm willing to give my list. Okay. I mean, I like that list, though, Anthony. I like it. 
I like it too, meaning that yeah, it's yeah. almost exactly the same. Whoa, <laughs> man. Guys, can I can I be can I be real with you all for a second? Can I be vulnerable? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really disappointed that uh, at least Josh and JC didn't hate the Rona episode. I was kind of banking on me and Anthony like loving that episode and you all hating it. So this episode was slightly less interesting because of that. And I kind of blame you all. Well, 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 you know, there's still, there's still opportunities for things to happen. I thought it was fun. It was an absolute filler, but at least it was a lot of fun. Like the exaggeration and everything like that. And I got like Riddler vibes and all that stuff. I don't know. Got a good happy moment. It was a lot of fun. Anthony, how do you feel about that statement I just made? You know, I was I I we got some JC rage and I enjoyed it. <laughs> but I was I was hoping for just absolute first <laughs> episode ever made doesn't even matter in any canon of any universe kind of thing coming. I was but ready they, to go to war. Yeah, oh, I was good. I, I'm I so sorry. Flag, you know? Oh. I'm it sorry. was no happy episode. Like, come on. They're like, there's no comparison there. That was oh, the I... most JC rage you've ever seen from me. <laughs> it was no icy depth. Yep. Mm-mm. But it's all right. I forgive you all because I am sure within the next like few episodes, even extending it in the next show we watch, there will be some war. I can feel it. <laughs> I can't wait. Just maybe. Anyways, okay, with my list, it's exactly the same, except switch the first and the second one, where <laughs> all the best people are mad at number two and might of doom at number one. I think this is the first yeah. time we've had basically the same list. Yeah. I think so. That's interesting. I'm pretty proud of that. Build them bridges. Build them bridges. Don't. Unless you burn them, you give hot takes, hating. <laughs> so uh my mine are a little different just because i pulled some trickery at the top but we'll get there so at the bottom i have the hawk and the spider because Ooh. um i found both hawkeye and black widow incredibly annoying oh, thank really? you super I thought annoying black, black widow was super annoying but hawkeye was kind of fun no yeah, i thought I his voice I, I i didn't like his voice acting oh same thank you I hated the voice actor. Like, okay, his voice acting actually weirdly got better throughout the episode, but in the first like seven minutes or so of when he was in it, I was like, "This might be the Flash level bad." Oh no! Oh. No! Oh. No! I thought it was atrocious. No! Oh. Nobody! Oh, oh goodness! It's... Yeah, no, it, it was like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, it was yep. not that bad. The it Flash bad. on the Batman was. Oh, gosh. I said might be, not absolutely. But uh, anyway, um, moving up from there, um, Fugitive of S.H.I.E.L.D. because, well, it had Black Widow in it, so that means I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but at least we got to go to Justin Hammer's weird island mansion and see him do weird things. Yeah, and I didn't like that they led to the possibility of Justin Hammer and Black Widow, like, having a thing i shipped that so hard you don't even know <laughs> okay now they, you're making me come out of the other. screen don't say anything like that uh-uh. Dude, who cares oh. about either of these characters why not all you? the best people are mad josh <laughs> well i'm getting mad <laughs> different kind of mad mm. 
Either one, right. I don't care. All right. <laughs> Any so, okay, Black Widow is a great character, not in this show, but just in I was general. gonna say so her name put with Justin Hammer. No. Like imagine if MCU Justin Hammer and MCU Black Widow got together. No, that's a I power couple. I would have loved it every no, single that's second. A power Sam Rockwell and Scarlett Johansson. Come on now. No, Dude. no, those two names, yeah, that works. But Justin Hammer's character, oh goodness. All right. But oh. anyway, um, after that, I have titanium versus iron. He goes well. Chunky titanium, man, not that great. Then above that, I guess I liked Enter Ironmonger slightly more than you all did. I mean, it's still bad because like these bottom four are bad. Yeah. They're but uh, I guess um, in terms of like just. It was interesting seeing um, at least Tony like make a little bit of progress in his bid for Stark Enterprises. Um, and then after that, at number three, I got the Might of Doom. There's a clear separation between the top three, as we've established. Um, my, uh, Dr. Doom's great. Love his design. And then, for the first time in Court of Capes history, there is a tie at the top of my list. Wow. Between, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. Uh, well, I'm a founding member, so either. I can make up the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, Anthony helped found. He just kind of ditched really early on. Well, okay. Yeah. The, okay there's been, busy, but there's yeah, been well. times where we've considered two episodes as one episode. Yeah. So when, when, uh, when the... For two-parters. Yeah, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's unprecedented, but I'm here for it, Curtis. Yeah. Thank you, sir. So yeah, heavy metal and all the best people are mad are tied atop my list because I like them for opposite reasons. And because all the best people because all the best people are mad is like an acid trip. Yep. <laughs> and heavy metal, I thought legitimately had some good stained character development. It did. And the fact that like the roles are reversed, now he's kind of like in a coma and like Whitney's just like, oh, what am I going to do about this? It's like fun, and it actually makes me kind of interested to see where they go with her. Because I literally don't remember at all. True. Hmm. I don't think it beats uh, Stain's moments in Best Served Cold, but... Well, no. I... Yeah, well, okay, I Okay, maybe... I mean, Stain himself wasn't that interesting in Best Served Cold. It oh, was really he, was, he was super it interesting was, to me. It was Whitney who held up Best Served Cold, in my opinion. I mean, Whitney was fantastic, but these like this is moments where like where we get to see a good version of Stain, like in terms of character, in my opinion. And the rest of the times, he's just like Stain will be Stain. But yeah, I like when he when Tony's re uh, identity is revealed to Obadiah, things get interesting. Hmm. All right, JC, I think you're up. Okay. Well, it is time to round out these rankings, boys. We'll see, uh, we'll see what you think of this. But don't worry. I, I agree that there is a clear separation between three of the episodes and the other four. So there won't be anything too crazy. But at the bottom of my list, I agree with both Josh and Anthony that... Enter Ironmonger is trash. 
Trash. Basura. Garbage. I hated that episode so much. <laughs> oh, man. It was the one that just broke the show for me. I, it lost its soul. But anyway, above from that, Titanium versus Iron, because that is uh, Justin Hammer's episode, and I despise Justin Hammer. So he's going right there. And I just don't remember anything that happened from that episode. It was so forgettable. And we just talked about it. Uh, okay, up from there, Hawk and Spider. It, there's at least some interesting moments in this episode that made it better than the others, I thought. But still just a bad episode. And up from there, Fugitive from S.H.I.E.L.D. Also a bad episode, but... Yeah, there was some cool stuff that happened. Uh, the mandroids were cool to see, even if they weren't that amazing. The whole vibranium adamantium alloy thing was cool. So it edges out the others just slightly. Then from there, number three, all the best people are mad. Might be my hottest take right there that it's not one of the top two and like everyone else, I think. I mean, it's still number three. So It's still number three, so... So I at least uh, ranked it lower than you all, if that helps yeah. you feel a little better, Curtis. <laughs> That's at best a lukewarm take. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> That's completely fair. But anyway, uh, I liked it. Didn't like it as much as you all, apparently, because I put uh, the other two higher. So at number two, Might of Doom. Good episode. But number one, Heavy Metal. I actually thought it was the best episode. I thought wow. it had consequences and i thought it pulled off the consequences as well and it set up the second half of the season in an interesting way that we'll see if they pull it off i wholeheartedly agree okay and your list is kind of an amalgamation of everyone's lists that's true i like it i like it definitely a lot of personal preference like i said yeah not the most fantastic set of episodes yeah, it, like for, me, for me, it ended really strong, though. At least it ended strong with the Rona episode and the heavy metal episode. I oh, agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I lie, really I hope she asleep. comes back. Not gonna lie, I fell asleep during my episode, so I had to scrub back. <laughs> <laughs> the way mine started out, I was like, oh gosh, this is gonna be a, a inter... Like, I didn't know how this episode was gonna turn out at all for all the best people are mad i'm glad i chose the might of doom uh i knew that was gonna be either like a, a really fun episode or an actual good one either one and all the best people are mad turned out to be a good episode i feel like josh picked good <laughs> yeah josh picked good surprisingly <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we are we ready to for our next picks? Let's draft yeah. them. Are we drafting it up? Are we drafting? Yeah, Would you like is... to read the uh, next six episodes, Josh? All right, so the next six episodes, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the f- are Mandarin's Quest, oh. Hostile Takeover, Get hype. Extremists. Okay, okay. X Factor. Mm. Iron Man 2099. Ooh. 
and control alt delete. Is that the order they have them in? That is the order they have them in. Is yes. Well, well, mine's eight. Mine's control alt delete. Then Iron Man twenty ninety nine on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, I'm just looking off of Disney Plus. Oh, but, I mean, I don't remember either of those having to do with each other, so I don't really think it matters. Iron Man twenty ninety nine was released. Are uh, March in America, March twenty eighth, two thousand four. Oh, I have the answer. On control note alt delete. One, on note number one, it says Nicktoons broadcast control alt delete before Iron Man twenty ninety nine. Yes. Oh. So see. it doesn't really matter. We can just uh, we can probably just go by the Disney Plus order since we'll be watching them in that order. Okay. Yeah. When we're actually since going, since it was taken off of Netflix randomly. Yeah, I was I was gonna comment on that. Like, it literally in the middle of like me watching the episodes was like, nope, this isn't on Netflix anymore. I'm like, frick. It's <laughs> so weird. All right. So the order will be JC number one, Curtis at two, Anthony at three, me at number four. So. Curtis is convinced that I'm going to take his episode. And I'm convinced you're going to take my episode I've already well. accepted it. It's all right. I don't know I, that I am. Maybe I am. I, I got a know. plan B. I got a plan B. I, there, are, there are at least three or four episode titles that I think are really cool. So I don't know. I think I know what Anthony is going for. Just because I, I, I think I know exactly where Anthony's going. But he's one before me so let's see all right jc do you know what episode you are going to pick oh i've known i've known for a while oh we'll see if we're on the same page but uh, are you ready for the moment of truth give it to me okay i'm taking extremis ah what what nowhere on any of my radar would you ever pick extremis Oh man, that would have been my last pick, actually. Really? See, I, I didn't think that this was what y'all were thinking of because I know I, I know a little bit about what extremis is, but I mean, I am stunned. I, stunned. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, Maybe this I can draft might wrong. go exactly how I want it to go. Oh, all right, Kurt. Goodness. Let's see if you get see, the I one really, I want. I really <laughs> didn't think that we were all on the same page, and I was right about that. Oh goodness. I think I'm definitely going to take the one Anthony wants. With the uh, second overall pick, okay. I choose. Can I take the a guess? Factor. Okay, yeah, there it is. There uh, it is. There let's it is. go. I knew it. That's right. I Don't knew worry. it. I had a backup in place. Don't worry. Because I want the Iron Man 2099. Screw it. Oh. See, I, see, I saw that one. That would have been my second pick. Curtis, I, I don't care about the X Men. Why would you think I would choose that? Yeah. <laughs> You given me the worst. I didn't know if you. I didn't know if you had seen the thumbnail or not. No, I haven't. Um, well, there you go. I guess uh, that's I am like the biggest X Men fan here, and I'm so sad. I knew. <laughs> I knew. I knew Anthony was going for the X Factor. I didn't know if Curtis was quite going for it. I literally have an X Factor. I love, Mag I love Magneto. So. Oh goodness. Anyway, right, so. So X Factor, Extremis, and Iron Man 2099. Those was yep. taken. Yep. Okay. Gosh, you better not take my second pick. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> um. So the ants, the 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 options I have here are Mandarin's Quest, Hostile Takeover, and Control Alt Delete. 
Um, I think. Oh my gosh. I think I am actually gonna go hostile no. takeover. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, good. good. No, I wanted that good. one. <laughs> I wanted that one. Well, no, Anthony, Anthony, you don't get to pick again, I don't think. Oh. No. You know, if if hostile takeover is what I think it is, I want to be very far away from that episode. <laughs> just, from what, just from what's going through my head and how it's probably focused on Justin Hammer. I, I think it'll. I I I hope. Okay, I don't know. It could be dumb. Who knows? It's hammer time. Yeah. I hope it's not hammer. <laughs> it could be super dumb. This uh okay, so this writer has not written an episode in the first season. Let's check the second season. Oh, okay, boy. he did and it was real bad. So um <laughs> um yeah, I yeah, I guess hostile takeover it is yikes well on that note uh please give me control at delete yes yes thank you jc oh thank you I i'm not happily, going anywhere i'm not going anywhere near mandarin's quest i happily with vigor take you're, mandarin's quest you're gonna it, happily take an episode involving absolutely. the mandarin absolutely i'd much rather deal with a trashy mandarin than any of the garbage you all picked <laughs> dang if all the episodes are garbage well you got what seemed like could be the best episode which is the x factor yeah it did all right i'm so sad (laughs) but i got my 2099 boys so yeah you did i knew you would go for that to like we know it's a reference to spider-man 2099 will spider-man show up probably not no it's a reference to the 2099 universe of comics that they launched true true Uh, which i don't remember if there was an iron man version or not so it's be interesting man we're gonna be in for a wild ride somewhere doesn't spider-man 2099 show up in like a civil war setup I think he's currently well known. He was he just recently got back to the future, so he's been on Earth for like a couple of years. Yeah. Oh man, I love Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Miguel O'Hara. So dope. So dope. So what order are we picking in next week? Let's go ahead and like figure that out. So, so that I, I can prep fourth, so I know that much. Um, I think I'm third. Curtis should be first, just based on okay. how we did it last time. Yeah, it'll be Curtis, Anthony, me, JC. Nice. Okay. I'll text it out to the group. Perfect. Oh, man. I'm so happy I'm picking first next week. Oh, I lucked out. Oh, man. So you you lucked out getting the X Factor, and now yeah, you get to pick the second series of episodes. And looking at that, oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, strap in goodness so that will be the last set of episodes for the show and then i say um after for you good viewers after um we wrap up the iron man then on the following week's episode we'll do some kind of like final awards for iron man some final look back and then we'll the draft will, for the next show will take place then or the election rather i like it I like that idea. All right. Well, 
with all of that said, it is re- it's been real. It's been fun. It's been fun real. Real fun. Court is a jerk.